0: Welcome to Use the Views of Music Podcast. I'm Scott.
1: And I'm Kim.
0: And this is episode 75. And due to the fact that today is hot, I don't know.
1: due to the fact wow. that it's Valentine's Day today, we are going to do our top 10 love songs. But first, we have some well, news.
0: Right. So let's explain. So that's part of the reason why we didn't come. You didn't get this at midnight. Uh, or, you know, when you woke up this morning, this was not available. So those of you will be available later tonight. Unfortunately, mostly for the East Coast or the eastern side of the United States, I would say you probably won't have it until about midnight. So it'd be Saturday morning for you all, but the rest of the country across will have it before midnight on yeah. the fourteenth. Yes, but like Kim said, we have some now. If you guys remember, we 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 we, we talked about that fire at Universal Mute. Music group on Universal Studios back in two thousand eight. Um, I wish I could I wish I would look up what episode of the last time we talked about it, what it was, but it was sometime last year. Well, today at four twenty two Eastern Standard Time, there was an update, um, uh, posted or a, a new story posted by Claudia Rosenbaum of Billboard Magazine, and the headline reads. Universal Music Group confirms Masters by Soundgarden, Sonic Youth, and more. Lost in 2008. Fire. Then the secondary headline, before he gets into the main story, Sa- states. Go ahead.
1: Soundgarden's attorneys accuse UMG of? of, and I quote, improper discovery, gainsmanship, end quote. In the ongoing class action lawsuit, while the label accuses them of conflating, conf, conf, conflit, conflating, yeah, conflating evidence.
0: Okay, and again, it's pretty much this. So it's you know one of those little teaser headlines. Um, you get the main headline, and you got kind of one of those little broad teaser ones. That way, if you don't want to read it, you can read that a little bit, and you pretty much get the, the gist of it. However, we're gonna read the full story. So here it goes. And again, we want to properly uh, state this was by Claudia Rosenbaum for Billboard Magazine. And it was uh, up, posted today on Billboard.com, which is February 14th, 2020. Soundgarden's attorneys have accused Universal Music Group of, and I quote, improper discovery gainmanship, end quote, after being told that only 19 artists, including Nirvana, Beck, REM, Cheryl Crow, Brian Adams, and Elton John, among others, had massively destroyed or damaged in the fire. The small figure, they say, is in stark contrast to the 17,000 artists UMG reported to its insurance company that had, that had property destroyed or damaged after the 2008 Universal Backlot fire, according to the latest motion filed by the band's attorneys on Thursday.
1: Accusing UMG of trying to have it and I quote both ways, end quote, Soundgarden attorneys argue that UMG previously reported it and I quote conducted a substantial investigation of assets lost in the fire, end quote. And that its investigation found and I quote UMG lost more than a hundred and eighteen thousand original music recordings dating back decades, end quote. They say that UMG and NBC Universal subsequently reached a confidential settlement and UMG also settled an insurance coverage dispute related to the fire with AXA Insurance Company. But attorneys for Soundgarden say they are now being told by UMG that only nineteen artists had property affected by the fire
0: UMG says that certain original digital master recordings of performances for Nirvana Beck, Brian Adams, show Crow, Jimmy Eat World, Suzanne Vega, white zombies, and yesterday and Today were affected, but that it also has replacements or digital clones of these assets REM had one song from a soundtrack affected but umG has copies in the same format.
1: But artists such as Peter Frampton, Michael McDonald, Les Paul, Slayer, Sonic Youth, and Soundgarden may not be so fortunate. UMG confirms those acts also had original master recordings affected, and court papers make no mention of copies or replacements of those destroyed assets.
0: Additionally, UMG says it is still working with Elton John who had certain original masters recordings of performances affected to determine the extent of the impact to his assets. And the label confirms that certain tapes are missing from 1960 surf rock band, the Safaris, but they have but that have not been determined definitively whether those were affected by the fire.
1: In the same joint filing, UMG accuses Soundgarden attorneys of misleading the facts. And pointing out that just because an artist's name was not on, and and I quote, then contemporaneous working lists of potentially lost assets, end quote, does not mean that they suffered any, and I quote, irreplaceable loss of original masters, end quote. UMG says it later learned there was a vast difference between what was on their post-fire investigation working lists, and what was later determined actually lost or destroyed. UMG says that the lists were just, and I quote, well-informed estimates of what overall assets might have been destroyed, end quote. And that, and I quote, UMG knows today that those post-fire work lists were definitely wrong, end quote. The lists were needed at the time because the records of the vault's assets were also destroyed in the fire. UMG says some of the works that it originally believed might have been lost were later determined to be still on the UMG archives' shelves.
0: UMG said class action attorneys are, and I quote, willfully and irresponsibly conflating lost, lost assets assets, assets." <laughs> <laughs> everything from safeties and videos to artwork with original album masters in a desperate attempt to inject substance into their meritless legal case, end quote.
1: And I quote, over the last eight months, UMG's archive team has diligently and transparently responded to artist inquiries, and we will not be distracted from completing our work even as the plaintiffs' attorneys pursue their baseless claims, end quote, says a UMG spokesperson.
0: Uh, However, Soundgarden attorneys are adamant in their position, and I quote, for almost 10 years, UMG concealed from their artists that their most precious assets were lost in the fire and that UMG had collected millions of dollars for those losses, money that should have been shared, with the creators of those master recordings, end quote. Howard Keene, attorney for Soundgarden, tells Billboard, and I quote again, once UMG cashed in, they apparently discontinued efforts to confirm the magnitude of lost assets at least until this lawsuit was filed, end quote.
1: The filing is just the latest development in the ongoing dispute against UMG in the class action lawsuit brought by Soundgarden Tom w- w- Whaley, trustee of the uh, Affini Shakur Trust Jane Petty and Steve Urry who say Earl. Earl, yeah, Steve Earl Steve Earl, who say their master recordings were destroyed or damaged in the June 1 2008 fire at the Universal Studios back lot in June the group filed the suit against UMG for breach of contract
0: negligence,
1: reckless conduct, misrepresentation by omission, as well as other causes of action. In August, UMG confirmed in court documents filed that no original masters for Tom Petty, Tupac, and Steve Earle were affected by the fire.
0: In December, the the California federal judge overseeing the case ruled that UMG must comply with the band's discovery request. After filing their lawsuit against UMG in June, seeking to recover half of any settlement proceeds and insurance payments received by UMG, along with half of any remaining loss of value not compensated by such settlement proceeds and insurance payments, attorneys for the band Soundgarden have been demanding the label giant hand over key discovery evidence. In addition. They asked that UMG provide definitive information that shows which music artists lost their original masters and whether the company collected insurance money from the loss from the vault blaze. The band's attorneys filed court papers demanding what they call an end to UMGs and I quote discovery games end quote and are asking the court to order UMG to produce the information they requested. In response, UMG has accused the class action attorneys of merely using discovery as a fishing expedition for a new or, and I quote for a new angle and new plaintiffs end quote.
1: A judge will hear from both sides regarding these latest allegations at a court hearing set for March fifth,
0: two thousand twenty. Yep. Wow. Okay, Kim, what's your thoughts? I mean, we we've touched on this a few times. Throughout the, you know, we touched on it whenever, you know, I, some point last year. So here we are. We're, we're getting more and more. Again, this is something that was back in June 2008. And we're, what, pretty much the last year, we, we have just begun to learn about it. The public has.
1: That's, I,
0: and the artists, really.
1: Yeah. All it, all it tells me is that UMG was trying to conceal. Exactly what happened? Trying to fly under the radar, as they say, and now that everybody's found out about it, now they're trying to cover their st- asses. Yeah, cover their.
0: Cover we're, their. We're 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 explicit.
1: Yeah, they're trying to cover their asses and go, "Oh well, we didn't do this and we didn't do that." Well, now they're paying for it.
0: Oh, they're paying for it. Well, we're really known. They haven't paid for it.
1: Well, what because I-
0: because they received. They, I mean. They received insurance money.
1: No, what I mean by paying for it is now these artists are coming after.
0: Them. Oh, okay. Or, or the trust of, yeah. of artists that are passed on, like Tupac. Yeah. yeah, you
1: know,
0: and Tom Petty.
1: Yeah, or coming after them now.
0: Right, but the problem is, is it it are they are they really truthful? I mean, again, we Soundgarden says, you know, they said it was over you know, over this many artists. Yet, according to UMG, they only say it's only nineteen artists. Well, it's so. Com-
1: It's kind of like a he said he said she said case to me.
0: Right. But at the same time, did they misrepresent their insurance company?
1: I'm thinking they I'm I I, in my opinion, I think they did because the way it,
0: it looks, yeah, exactly. The way it's looking is okay, they told their insurance company one thing to get more money when it wasn't truthful. So now the insurance company could come back and go after them.
1: Yeah, they could. They could.
0: Ah, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because we will be keeping our eye out. Obviously, the next one, uh, next hearing date is March fifth of twenty twenty. So we'll see what happens then.
1: Yeah, and see what comes of it.
0: So Kim, since today is Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day.
1: Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Thank you. And obviously, I got mine last night. It was a brand new video game. Yes, Tony Stewart Sprint Car Racing for the Xbox. Yes. And what did you get today?
1: Okay. So, this just to let everybody know, I really wasn't expecting anything for Valentine's Day, but I came home and I went on a scavenger hunt. I found that I had received an automatic potato peeler, a heart shaped box of chocolates, and the original soundtrack for Dirty Dancing, which is one of my favorite movies.
0: <laughs> right. And it was a it was a Walmart Walmart exclusive with on purple vinyl.
1: Yes, it was. And it has a listing of the songs as they originally were.
0: Right, right.
1: By right. Vestron because, when they released the soundtrack. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean it, if you remember back in nineteen eighty seven when when it came out, it was it, it started off with uh, I've had the time of my life. Yes, <laughs> I almost, it did. what the album, name of the song was. But if you go look at some of the, uh, like the last one, is or the, the 20th anniversary, actually they did it where it was in movie order.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And not Valentine's Day related because we haven't, I don't think we talked, I think it's been a couple of weeks since we've done this, but last weekend we bought a couple of records.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Bought one record.
1: Bought one, Yes. We did buy one record.
0: And that was uh, Billie Eilish's new one, or yep. her current one.
1: Yep. The one that she took home the five Grammys for.
0: Right. Right. We got that on LP.
1: Yes, we did.
0: But so did you have a good, so back to Val, I mean, that was kind of a little station break into that, but back onto the main topic here, or onto the show of Valentine's Day, being today is Valentine's Day, being that we're recording this on Valentine's Day in the evening right now It is technically 6.35 our time which then would be 8.35 Eastern Standard Time at this moment while we're talking. Did you have a good Valentine's Day?
1: I did. I I know
0: you were not expecting anything.
1: (laughs) I know. That was quite a surprise.
0: Yeah, I like to pull surprises.
1: (laughs) Yes, you do.
0: (laughs) But speaking of that, now, I just went brain farted on me. Literally, I my train of thought just derailed.
1: Was it something to do with today's main topic?
0: It probably is. It's probably the point where I wanted to move on. Oh, I know what I was going to talk about before we do another station break. Um, I, I know I've talked about it in the past, and I said, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna all these new records that we get. I'm gonna put up, put them up on our Instagram page, which then also be put up on our Facebook page. I still plan on doing that. I just we haven't got around it. We haven't got around to it. And I promise we will get around to it. Maybe even this weekend. And we'll start posting. Uh maybe besides the episodes that we post every uh when we release a new one every week. Um, we'll post that. Also, real quick, uh, I normally normally do this at the end. Well, actually, no, we do it whenever we feel like it. So we're just gonna do it now. Um, we got some friends we would like you to go check out.
1: Yes, we uh,
0: do. The first thing is go check out some people over on um go to the Podbelly Network. That's podbelly.com. You go there, you'll find a bunch of uh what they call in network podcasts. And if you click on their drop down menu at the top where it says listening, I think it says listening, you can then check on uh the directory and you can find four pages worth of podcasts. Now, um All things Star Wars is part of the Pod Belly Network. Yes, ATSW presents the Escape Pod is also is on the is on the non is part of the non Mm. member list. and so is also used and abusing music podcast because I got that done yesterday. Yes, so just want to give it. But anyways, so listen. Go ahead and check out our friends over on YouTube. Also. We'll tell you which ones are our podcasts, also that you can download on iTunes. But first, of first thing is we call it the Mothership, and that is all things Star Wars. They are Jason and Dave. They talk all things, almost all things Star Wars. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to get into the seven, or Once they get released, season season seven, seven, seven of, of the Clone, Clone, Wars. Clone Wars. Yes. Yay. Sorry. <laughs> You can tell I'm fucking thrilled about this. (laughs)
1: Yes, I know. They've done a pretty good synopsis, though, of the seasons in the past. I know.
0: It's a good thing they're doing them because battles. I don't know how people watch that shit. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sorry.
2: I just... I don't have... The
0: animation sucks. But it... uh, I mean, Christ, it had been better off if if Hanna-Barbera would have just done it and made them look like fucking Flintstones. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, he's in that in that sense.
1: Well, I haven't really watched him, I so I have not say one way or the other. Honestly,
0: I mean, Rebels was good. I mean, drawing was good. Yeah, the Rebels drawings was Again, really I didn't good. See, I didn't watch the whole thing from start to finish. Um, And then Resistance, I saw the first season of it. It's drawn really good, and eh, it's got a pretty good storyline. You know, I don't know because I haven't seen season two yet. I'm just waiting for it to come on Disney Plus now. Yes. Um, but yeah, but as far as the Clone Wars stuff goes, I mean, I watched the frig- I watched the movie when it was on Netflix, but I, I didn't care for it. Anyways, it's not what we're talking about here. I don't know how to, we just got on Star Wars all of a sudden. Yes. We leave that stuff for all things Star Wars. I mean, we will talk about a little bit of Star Wars here and there. Obviously, one of the good things about Star Wars is John Williams. And when we get ready to have a John Williams episode, we are going to bring on the, on, uh, dave martin from all things star wars like we did a few months ago we brought uh jason roscom on from all things star wars so we'll bring dave on and we'll talk about john williams and probably just going to be more of a bullshit session about john williams
1: yeah and probably what songs we we like songs well music wise because it's all as far as john
0: williams goes it's like you might you might as like, okay, what what's what's your top fifty friggin' albums?
1: That's true, because he is such a good writer.
0: I mean well, I mean, besides the the Skywalker saga. Yeah. And you know, you've got and then the Indiana Jones saga.
1: Yes. Also he did Harry Close
0: Encounters, Jaws. Yes.
1: I think he also did Harry Potter too. I
0: mean he did a couple of the Harry some of the Harry Potters. I mean You can always tell when it's a John Williams movie because the music goes with the frigging whole movie. It does. It does. And that's when, and I mean, that's what made Star Wars.
1: Yeah. But more to come when we do the podcast Right. him. All right.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, (laughs) also, so these guys are, so let's just talk about all the ones on YouTube first. All things Star Wars, you go on there Sunday nights. So, you between Sundays, sometimes most of the time on Sunday nights, they're going to do a live show uh usually about six o'clock eastern roughly. Yeah. Um, and then there's all things or the escape pod. ATSW presents the escape pod. Now these guys are on YouTube live on Wednesday nights.
1: Yes. They every are. other week. Yep.
0: And then uh we got Layman's terms. That's Keith Layman from uh from the uh altin Star Wars sidebar Cantina. He does he's got his own video show then you got tactical swede and big swede's excellent adventure now all these guys everyone we all pretty much met through all well we all met through all things star wars
1: yes we did
0: you know and as far as atsw the escape pod goes um even layman's terms we and and then using abuse we all created our stuff because of all things star wars
1: yeah we did
0: So. Then music channels to check out on YouTube. And these are friends that we follow. Is obviously you want to follow Rich Thomas. And his band, A Suffocating Lie. Who, back on the 5th, just played the Whiskey A Go-Go. Which we've got to get Rich on and talk about Yes,
1: we do. Also
0: follow his former band, The Suffering. I don't care what anybody says. I still love that album.
1: Yes. Actually,
0: EP. And then... Uh, A Canadian friend, or a Canadian guy we follow, and that is Channel 33RPM. He releases between one to two videos a week. Yes. Now, as
2: far as podcasts
0: go, all things Star Wars, ATSW Presents, The Escape Pod, those are both podcasts, including Used and Abused. So those are definitely something to check out. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, pretty much.
1: Pretty much any podcast <coughs> platform, <coughs> you can find all things Star Wars. All things Star Wars presents the escape pod and Use and Abuse. This is why
0: we need a mixer.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: No, this is why I mean one of the, the funky ones so I can hit the damn mute button when I got a cough. Oh, okay. And that way it only come off of your mic a little bit versus really loud on this side. Yeah. Which now we gotta go in there and just like literally shut that down. Anyways, so yeah, so yeah, go check all these guys out. They're our friends and we, and we wanna plug them as much as we can. Uh, ATSW, the escape pod just started or yes. presents the escape pod. They just-, just started. And that is also Don Sosky and Big Brady Lovin'.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: or Brady Big Lovin'. Nah, I like big Brady loving.
1: Yes, I do too.
0: Anyways, you, there's some extra podcasts for you to go check it out. It well, just so everybody knows, both of those podcasts, all Star Wars and ATSW presents the Escape Pod. They are both ex- explicit podcasts. Yes, they are. So if you listen to with speakers or normal speakers and not through your earbuds or yeah earbuds. AirPods and headphones Then don't listen To any of these shows at work And if you're my cousin Make sure you're not Busting out laughing too much When I mention something funny
1: That's true <laughs>
0: Just thought I'd throw that out there Alright, anyways I say let's get into this Is I, there anything s- to add?
1: I don't
0: Alright, well this isn't going to be Yeah, We say this and then it becomes a big so I'm not going to say it, because every time I say it, it becomes big. If it's a short podcast, it's short. But you know us, we can't shut. Well, I can't shut my mouth, so I'm like a friggin' talking friggin'.
1: Oh, that's fine.
0: Anyways, we're going to get into, what is it, Kimberly?
1: Our main topic, which in honor of Valentine's Day today, we are going to do our top 10 love songs.
0: Top 10 love? Oh, I thought it was top 10 Christmas songs.
1: No, Christmas is past. Halloween? Nope, that's past too.
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I got I got love songs up. We're gonna like since since I always start this stuff, and today is Valentine's Day, is, we're gonna go, we're gonna do this the proper way. Ladies first.
1: Thank you. My number 10 is an 80s song by the Bengals, Eternal Flame. I like that one because it is one that I just constantly listen to because I love the lyrics in it. The lyrics are awesome. And it tells a story.
2: What's the name of the song? uh,
1: Eternal Flame.
2: Eternal Flame, yep. By who? The Bengals.
0: Okay, well, I know it by uh, Sheep Brick.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's by the Bengals.
0: (sighs) Hmm. We'll we'll have to check it out and see if there's differences between them. Um, Okay, well, my... Oh, yeah, my, my number 10, right?
1: Yes, you're number 10.
0: I'm already confused. Yep. Welcome to the confusion. Welcome to the confusion. <laughs> <laughs> my number 10 is going to be, now this has got sentimental meaning for me. Um, mainly because it was uh, me and your sister's uh, theme song for our wedding that you and your mom ended up singing during the wedding truthful
1: yes and
0: that is my heart will go on by celine dion for the movie titanic
1: interesting
0: okay well anyways that one there is again that's got a lot of sentimental meaning to me yes i mean obviously by what well six years almost six years ago come next month that thing would have would have had uh or come april six months it yeah six months ago It would have, or six months, six years ago, almost six years ago, it would have been higher on my list. Yeah. But
2: it's not no more. You know, that's because I've got other ones that are higher up.
1: That's interesting.
0: All right. My number nine. It's also from a, it's kind of funny. My first two, or at least my number 10 and my number nine, are from movie soundtracks. And this one is done by uh, country star George Strait, and that is I Cross My Heart from the movie Pure Country. What are you laughing about?
1: You'll find out once we I give in. I cross
0: him. my heart and, and promise, promise to, to give all I've got, got to give, give to make, make all your, your dreams, dreams come, come true in all the all world. All right, that's enough. I can't sing. <laughs> Anyways, you're number nine.
1: My number nine is also another '80s song, and another.
0: I wonder why you have a bunch of '80s stuff.
1: Well, I wonder.
0: Maybe because we grew up in the '80s.
1: Yes, but it's not all '80s. I can tell you, okay. it's not all '80s. This is just another one of those songs that I don't get tired of listening to because it—it's another one that tells a story, and that is Bonnie Tyler's "Total Eclipse of the Heart," and it's. It's one of those songs that
0: turn around.
1: you can just fill the story, oh, develop. Yeah. You can fill the story. You can fill what the singer's feeling, and you can develop it in your mind. Right.
0: Exactly. I agree with that. Um, it's a very good song. It's very powerful. Yes. I, I just love that beginning um, piano.
1: Oh, yes. And
0: then as you, know, you get into parts of the song, it builds really high up. You know, it really... Bom, you know, kind of, now, I don't mean like rock or metal. No, but, but you, get, you get that. The synthesizers, I mean, everything's yeah. coming in. It sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Okay, Kim, your number eight.
1: My number eight, again, also is an 80s song. And this is another one that tells a story. And the story that goes with it is really good. And that is Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. Good song. Yeah.
0: Ooh, baby.
1: Oh baby, do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, it was Uh, heaven uh, is a place on on earth. They say in heaven, heaven. love Love comes comes first. first. We'll make heaven Heaven a place on on earth. earth. Oh Lord. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number eight is from a band who unfortunately they came out the wrong time of the late eight actually early 90s it might it might have been late 80s but definitely early 90s okay and that band is called tough and their song i hate kissing you goodbye yeah anyways i hate kissing you goodbye by tough that's a very cool song nice and slow yes um yeah then number seven See, we're we're obviously for me, we're getting into the metal stuff now, yeah, hard rock stuff. My number seven is from Every Mother's Nightmare, author debut album, which got some really cool songs on it. But this one here was their big hit off of it, and that is "Love Can Make You Blind." Yes, and believe me, that song is true. Oh yeah, love can make you blind, blind in many ways. Kim, what is your number seven?
1: My number seven is a country song. I'm not sure what year this came out, but it is by Garth Brooks, and it's called "To Make You Feel My Love." Again, another really powerful song that the story develops through the song, and you can actually see the the story develop.
0: Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, because obviously, "The Thunder Rolls" is not a love song.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> I mean, if I had to go, well, I mean, well, it's not as so as if you went best like. Ballad or slow song for Garth Brooks. I mean, obviously, then you're talking about the dance of the river.
1: Yes. Yes. But
0: we're not, we're talking about love songs. Sorry, I just stationed break right there. That's all right. But all right. So your number
1: six. Yeah. Is from Shania Twain's, I believe it's a come on over album, and it's You're Still the One.
0: You're Still the One.
1: Another, and, and doesn't
0: she duet that with Binskill? She,
1: she does, yes. She what does duet it. And that's the reason why I like it is because I like the duet between those two.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Now, see, I say some break again. I could have chosen a song by Binskill. And oh, I can't remember. One more, was it One More Chance?
1: One More Chance, yes.
0: That freaking music video. And the reason why I didn't choose it because was like, yeah, okay, it's not really. I mean, it is a love song, but it really isn't. Yeah. Just like I could have went with Crystal Dew's Copenhagen.
1: Well, yeah. It's... Because
0: at the end of the song, when he, he did a duet with it in, uh, like, mid-'90s with Toby Keith. Right yeah. Toby first came Oh, out. yeah. And at the end of it, Toby Keith says, Hey, Chris, so glad not do it. Happy we did this on it. Tired of doing them old love songs. Well, Toby, this is a love song.
1: Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just funny. Anyways, I had a station break there, so. No, no, very good song. Very good song by Garth.
1: No, that was Shania.
0: Shania sorry, Garth was the front one before. Yes, sorry. That's okay. Garth Brooks, and I Twain.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Who I say pretty much ruined country music.
1: Uh huh. You, I know they brought it to the next level. I didn't. I they didn't really ruin it. They, they just, ruined it. They brought it to the next level. They
0: ruined it. They ruined it because bands today are using the country artists today are using friggin' pedals. They're using distortion pedals on their frigging guitars. They're pretty much getting closer to the hard rock set. I mean, what? 10 years from now, and I hear Motley Crue on the friggin' radio? On the country radio? Hell no. I was worried about that in the 80s. Once I heard Elvis Presley on a goddamn country station. Yeah. Especially when it was like Hound Dog and Jailhouse Rock. And I'm like, uh, no. It was a rock.
2: <laughs>
0: rock country. Anyways. So. So we're, we're,
1: you will be doing either your number six. Oh, yep.
0: My number six. My bad. See, we get confused and then we go into the top five. So to finish it out with the bottom five. Yes. This is hard to put this in the bottom five. Okay. That's why it's number six. Cause it really, I would love, really should be. Ah, God. It, I mean, honestly, you know what? Screw this. I'm, I'm changing it right here, right now. Go for it. I'm changing it while we're recording. So my number four, not number four, my number four used to be, which is now going to be a number six, because what is my number six? We'll go number four. God, I hope I can remember that.
1: Okay. Number four is going to be number six, and number six is going to be number four. Got right. it.
0: So my number six came out in the 90s. Okay. Two different groups, two different artists. One artist was John Michael Montgomery. The artist we saw last year live at your very first concert.
1: Yes, all for one. How the hell
0: are you still giddy about that?
1: That was good. I like that concert.
0: Wait a minute. Let me... Okay, but you're still giddy about it.
1: Hey, it's a memory that I'll always be I'm giddy about. You
0: I'm giving shit because I, I, I still get giddy thinking about Poison when I saw <laughs> Poison for the first time. And then when I saw True for the first time. So, <laughs> Anyways, the big song. Oh, okay. Okay. you know what? Let, let's play a little name game, Kim. What song do you think I picked? Did you look?
1: No. I okay. think I know where you're going with it, though.
0: You, think you don't? Okay. Yeah, because
1: it was one of Michael Montgomery's biggest hits and also All for One's biggest hits, too.
0: Actually, they both did the same freaking song twice, or this same song twice, and it was pretty much the biggest hits for both,
1: both artists. Of them. And it's, I swear.
0: You got that one right, but I'm shocked you didn't think of the other one.
1: And the other one was um I can I can love you like that.
0: Yeah. But yes, I is I swear. I that was my number four, but now it's my number six because yeah, I gotta have this other one in my top and yeah, my top five. All right. So that's the end of the bottom five. Yes. Now, so my bottom five again at number six was I swear by John Michael, by John Michael Montgomery and All for One. Yes. I included them both in that because they both, both of their versions are good.
1: They are. They are. John
0: Michael Montgomery's is more country.
1: Yes, it is. Where All for
0: one's, you know, is a great vocal group. Yes. And man, I'll tell you one thing. If you if if you dug All for One back in the nineties, I don't care, or your wife did, and you find out they're coming around to your area, take her to it and go see it for yourself. They put on one hell of a show.
1: They do. They I mean, do. Even they,
0: you know, even though here wasn't as many like a bunch of their stuff. No. It's still a great show, though.
1: Well, yeah. I loved it.
0: So, again, so my number six is I Swear. My number seven was Love Can Make You Blind by Every Mother's Nightmare. My number eight was I Hate Kissing You Goodbye by Tough. My number nine was I Cross My Heart by George Strait. And my number ten was um Shit. I forgot.
1: My Heart Will Go On. My Heart Will Go
0: On by Celine Dion. I was just joking. So, what was your six again? Six Mm -hmm. down to ten.
1: My six was Shania Twain's You're Still the One. Right. Seven was To Make You Feel My Love, Garth Brooks. Right. Eight was Heaven is a Place on Earth, Belinda Carlisle. Nine, Total Eclipse of the Heart, Bonnie Tyler. And ten is Eternal Flame by the Bengals.
2: Now, it is time for the top five.
1: And my top five countdown For us. so Top five. What do you think might be in our top five countdown?
0: Well, I'm going to start with number five because it was my turn to go to number five. She completely missed that because, you know, we don't talk about this stuff until I think about what we're doing the damn show. But anyways, (laughs) my number five
2: is from the 80s. 80 or 83 or 84.
0: And it's not hard rock or metal. Okay. And that is, my number five is Time After Time" Tindy Lopper.
1: Oh, I love that one.
0: Yeah. That, <sighs> I mean. Oh, that one's a good that one. that's a damn good love song.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, that is. Okay. All right. My number five. Right. Is George's, George Strait's I Cross My Heart from the Pure Country soundtrack.
0: Oh, so my number nine is your number four, which makes sense because you're more, number
1: five. That was my number five, five. I'm
0: sorry. It it makes sense because of the fact that this is your. Yeah, you're more. You you definitely I mean, not saying you not like other music, but you really you really did grow. Listen to a lot. of country.
1: I did. I did.
0: Where I kind of did more of a mix. Yeah, you did. So. All right. You're number four.
1: My number four is also from the same CD. Come on over by Shania Twain, and it's from this moment on.
0: From this moment on.
1: Uh, I love that one only because the wording and her emotion she puts into it is so awesome.
2: Okay.
0: That was your number four, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And you did five and four, right? Yes, I did. All right. My number four, the one that used to be my number six, I moved live on while we were recording crazy isn't it
1: no nope. no nope.
0: is thank the cowboy for the ride chris Ledoux. Um,
1: oh you want
0: to talk about storytelling
1: yes he this is a storyteller
0: talks about a young man too big to wear his daddy daddy's cowboy boots yes who's riding his uh uh stick horse pony pretty much um sees a the little girl next door come over, you know, on the sidewalk or whatnot, and they ride off together.
1: Yes, they do. Okay.
0: Then it goes through them growing up together.
1: Yes, it does. All the way
0: through them becoming married. Yes. All the way through them, pretty much ending their life with each other. Yeah. And riding off into the sunset together in a way.
1: Yes, that yes.
0: it is a very good story.
1: It, it is. is a very, I mean, it's
0: a sad story too.
1: It, but it is. is a very
0: good love story. Yes. It probably could have been higher on my list, but I've got some big ones on my list. Ah. I consider big on my list. Okay. So that was my number four. Number three. Oh, getting to the top three now.
1: And what, what is the top three songs that we picked? Here we go. Take it away. What the hell
2: was that? Go for it.
1: <laughs> what the fuck was that Hey it's something that came to mind I had to say it I'm sorry Okay
0: Hey y'all like that don't mind me I just sometimes shit comes out of my mouth Before I think Alright my number three Came out in 1986 Released on their debut album And for those of you that have the cassette And or record you would know it would be on side two or side B. Um, I think believe it's third track on on the on that on the side two. Uh, if it's if you have the CD, then it's later in the album. But that is "Sweet Child of Mine," Guns N' Roses.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, that's powerful too.
0: Oh, that's very powerful.
1: That is a powerful Guns N' Roses song, and,
0: and we're not even talking powerful musically. No. I mean, we're, just lyrically, lyrically. Is powerful. Yeah, lyrically, I mean, it's again, got power it, to it. It's another one of those ones where you can picture. Uh-huh. You know, you can picture certain things. Yes. As he's talking about it, as Axel's seeing about it. Yes. So, your number three.
1: My number three actually dates back to the Elvis era when he was actually doing movies. This came off of one of his movies. I can't be- I don't remember. I think it was something like Blue Hawaii or something that it came off of. And this was his Hawaiian wedding song. Nice. Now that one I like. It doesn't, it, the music in itself is what I really enjoy listening to. I can sit and listen to it and listen to it. And I've always liked it. So.
0: My problem is, is like, if, if I'm going to go like an Elvis love song, I'm probably going to go love me tender.
1: That was on my, that But one.
0: my problem is, is, I love Suspicious Minds so much. Yes. And again, we're sidebarring again. I love that song, Suspicious Minds so much that I would consider that a love song when it really is not. It's more of a, a in a way, it. Oh, it's not um, not cheating. Well, I mean, it kind of is cheating, but it is cheating, but not cheating.
1: Yeah, that's but true.
0: Oh, God damn it. Um, it's not really a love song. It's more of a, uh, not uh, jealousy. What the hell? Um. God, I know what the hell I'm trying to think. Or anyways. not
1: control song. Um, no,
0: it's not control. It's not control.
1: Yeah.
0: is we're caught in the trap. I can't walk out. Anyways, um,
2: cause I love too much, baby. Why can't you see what you're doing to me? Anyways, I can't. It's not.
0: Uh, all right, so we're gonna move on. All um, right. Um. Anyways, number two.
1: My number two is also another Elvis song, and it's really yes, can't help falling in love.
0: Oh damn! I totally forgot about that one.
1: Yeah, and again, I'm like you. I love, uh, love me tender. I mean, yeah, but that I that, mean that's a good one there. Yeah,
0: that that one is definitely later in his career.
1: Yes, it is.
0: You know, that's definitely either late 60s or early 70s yeah before he passed so i mean that no that's a very good song all righty well you started this whole did ain't you yes i so
1: did
0: you're gonna get to finish this whole Sabane.
1: yes i will so
0: my number two is off a movie okay but it was not originally released on a movie okay and i could have chose the remake movie version from the 90s but i didn't I went with the country version of the song because the original artist is the best at it singing it. I've got nothing against the other artists, but I just like the original artist. Okay. And this is off of the best Little Whorehouse in Texas soundtrack. However, like I said, it was released earlier and the early, like mid to late 70s of her career. And that is, I will always love you, Dolly Parton.
1: Yes, I agree with you that she. Yeah, I like her I mean, don't get version me wrong, better. I, mean, I like
0: Whitney's version, but, but Dolly's is better. Dolly's is, I, in my book, Dolly's is ten times better. Yes. All right, my number one. Obviously, there's only one. I'm sure everyone listening to this at home, or wherever you're at while you're listening to this, going, "Uh, okay." He's named a few hard rock bands. He's named a few country artists. He's named. One, pretty much one uh, pop artist, yet he has not named his favorite band. That's because my favorite band is at number one.
2: Yeah.
0: And that is Motley fucking Crew. Not I'm stuck. Motley Crew. <laughs> do what I did do live.
2: Motley fucking Crew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, Motley Crew. My number one is off the Dr. Feel Good album. And that is. Don't go away mad. Just go away. No, I'm joking. Is without you. Yeah. I got you. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, shit. You if did. this would have been live on YouTube, it would have been funny because your mouth. Would be... Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Without you, Motley Crue. That is my number one.
1: Yes.
2: So, Kim, mm-hmm.
0: numero uno.
1: Okay. This is why I said this was interesting because.
0: Did you go with what I think you went with?
1: I think you're probably going along the same way. And it's only because with this one, it was actually a very high honor to be able to work on this particular song for their wedding. High honor? Yes.
0: Yeah, like we're fucking king and queen or something.
1: It was, what I mean by that. Or I
0: should say prince and princess.
1: What I mean by that is when she had discussed it with
0: you. Right. before, Before you.
1: I'm in, I'll get it.
0: Just okay. Let I'll, me let me go. I'd like to tell you the story. <laughs> it's gonna Oops, be sorry.
1: a shortened version. You know, tell the story.
0: Who gives a shit?
1: Okay, so she had asked me if I would be able to sing a song at her wedding. I said yes. What song is it? And the song that she wanted me to sing for her wedding is Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On from Titanic. Again, I was shocked she asked me, but it was an Honor for your sister to come up to you and trust you that much to have you sing a song at her wedding, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So,
0: real quick, just because I've never really found out, or I never, it, it was originally planned. It was always planned for you and mom, right?
1: Yes, it was always planned for you for me and mom. Yeah. Okay,
0: because that makes sense now. Because my problem is, is, is I remember, I, I remember most of it, but the thing I remember the most. Is after we got done after it was over with, and after we watched the videotape a couple of times, we were we both were like, or your your sister looked at me and we're both like, damn, we should have just had Kimberly seen it, because your mom was just too damn emotional for it.
1: She was, she was.
0: Because I mean, the cool part was that you're the maid of honor.
1: Yes, I was.
0: You were the maid of honor. You helped make her dress. No,
1: I did help make well, her dress. Yes,
0: that her bouquet. I mean, you and her pretty much.
1: We planned the wedding together. Yes, she planned the
0: wedding so much that by the time when she did pass away, and we finally got married, you're like, "I don't care if we go alone."
1: <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yes, well, because what I did is, like you said, we had planned the wedding together down to the boutonnieres oh, God, was for the, all the way, yeah, man. for the men and the the corsages for the moms. So we had planned it down to the very last detail. And it was like, no, not again. Not even when I get married am I planning a wedding?
0: <laughs> right. So, I mean, like for us, it was like we, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Like everything we chose, it was weird how it came together. Yeah. Because, one, it was my first wedding to actually be part of any type of planning or come up with this, that, this, or that, you know. I mean, the first time I went and got, the first time I did go a got divorced. So, one, I was always against it. The eloping part. So, thank you for breaking that curse.
1: You're welcome.
0: Um, but the thing was, is when we first looked at dates, or we didn't even look at dates. We looked at each other, me and your sister did, and we decided on a date. And originally, it was the 25th of April. Oh wow! But then we realized that was a Sunday, so we knew we couldn't get married in the church.
1: Uh huh.
0: On Sunday, so it was like okay. Um, so we decided the 24th.
1: Wow. So
0: that's how we. We just backed up one day. So, again, we looked at each other, came up with that. Then we got talking about songs. Again. Now, mind you, I bought Titanic on VHS back in the day. I didn't open it. My copy was sealed. Yeah. And obviously, that was too taped. Yes, it was. I had never seen it until your sister came over and goes, why is this not open? I'm like, I have not had a reason to watch it. Oh, well, you do now. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Well, because it was such a long movie, by the time she had gone home every evening, we never got a chance. I never saw the second part of the of, a, of a, uh, VHS. Two tapes. We'd watch, I mean, I sort of I've seen that. Saw that first one like 10 times. Yes. Tape one 10 times before I uh,
1: got to see the second part, well, huh?
0: Fine. We got to see the ending. I, I mean, I knew eventually the damn ship was going to sink. sink. I mean, I knew that part of it. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we know the Titanic sunk.
1: Yeah, we do. But
0: anyways, so as time goes on, we, or as we get close, you know, we're deciding on this stuff. Again, we look at each other eye to eye and we say, Mar we will go on. on by Celine Dion.
2: Yes. I'm
0: like, okay. So originally, the whole plan originally was we were going to have just a CD play. Okay. We were going to go find the, uh. The version from the movie. Oh, okay. Where you know, got all the oh yeah. Where you got all the di- from the dialogue? The music video. Yeah. We got all the dialogue. Dialogue in, in it. it, yep. I shouldn't say the movie from the music video. And then mm. um then we got on our colors. And we both again looked each other's eyes. And first thing that came out of our mouths was the teal. Yes. Because we like that teal green because my mom's Camaro. Yes. I'm not going to say my mom and dad's Camaro, because that freaking car was my mom's. Yes, it was. It was not my dad's. No. I mean, he drove it once in a while, but that was my mom's car. Oh, yeah. And that was her fucking car. And unfortunately, I, we won't go. We'll, we'll stay off of that one.
2: Yes, we will.
0: Because you her. call my mom up real quick, get her on the podcast, say, hey, how bad you missed your fucking car? <laughs> She won't want to talk about that.
1: No, she won't.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, so we just, we decided all the shit, and then we had the purple. Again, we just, uh, she picked, I let her pick that out, because we decided on the green. I was fine with that, and then she brought up, she wanted the purple.
1: Yep, and then.
0: Because she, well, her favorite color was blue, but she knew mom was black, so she kind of wanted to kind of get that darker color. Yep. And so we went with, I mean, back then, I was really different. My originally, my original favorite color was green. Oh, wow. But you know why it stopped being green? Why? Because our goddamn school colors.
1: Were green. Yep, our colors were green, green white, white green, and gold. White.
0: No, well, no, sometimes it's green, white, and sometimes it's green, white, and gold. Sometimes it's green, white, and yellow. They couldn't make up their fucking mind. No,
1: they couldn't. But the one
0: thing was always constant was a goddamn green.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: I got tired of it. I got tired of the green. Well, yeah. You know, because all I kept seeing, every time we took the field, Unless we had the gold on there. Every time we took the field in green and white, all I could think of was the Jets.
1: Yeah, that's true. The Jets do have green and white.
0: Yeah. So, anyways. That's why. So, eventually, my my favorite colors became dark or straight up black and very dark red. Yes. And it's, like, a little bit dark red. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Mainly,
0: everything I want is black. Yes. So, anyways. But, yeah. But yeah, we we both decided we said that we should have had you sing it by yourself. Oh wow! <laughs> so I mean, I'm happy you thought it a high honor.
1: It, yes, it was. And
0: but anyways, that's our top ten love songs. Yes. Obviously, we know everybody's got their own opinions. This is what this is. This is our top ten. Scott's top top ten. If you got your own top ten. Let us know.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know. Let us know what your top ten is. You know, obviously. Few of you are younger. Some of you are about the same age, you know. Is and not everybody likes the different genres, genres that we like. You know, we're we're definitely more of that woven.
1: Yes, we into, are. We
0: like a lot of <laughs> a lot of different genres. Where a lot of people, you know, they are only well, I only like rock, or I only like metal, or I only like this, or I only like that. Yeah, you know, and let us know what is your top ten love songs, or. What is your top 10 love songs that you go to? Like when you, your spouse or your significant other or your boyfriend, girlfriend, what is that song or series of songs that you go to email us? Tag is, you can mention it on our posts on um, Instagram. You can DM us on Twitter and, or, Facebook, and or Instagram. Let us know what is your top 10 songs that you go to when you're out with your spouse or significant other or boyfriend or girlfriend. Other than that, I hope this was fun because I think it was pretty fun for us. Um, next week, we will we'll add on the, uh, we'll come back with the, uh, the stuff about the CEO of the recording academy that quit or left her left her job.
1: For the Grammys, yes.
0: And we'll give it see if we got any updates on that. Yes. And I have no idea what topic will be next week. Okay. Do you? No. You got any idea?
1: I don't have an idea. Cool. So
0: All right, Kim, I don't know about you, but I think it's time to get the hell out of here.
1: I agree. In closing, we would like to thank you all for downloading this episode. If you are a new listener and haven't subscribed, please click the subscribe button. If you subscribe, you will be notified when a new episode becomes available. Another way to help our podcast is by giving us a five-star review. It will help new listeners find this show when they are looking for a new podcast to listen to. Also, you, our listeners, can share this show on your own social media accounts to help spread the word about this podcast. Thanks again to all our current and longtime listeners.
0: Used and Abused can be found on the following social media platforms.
1: Twitter at UsedAbusedPod.
0: Facebook at UsedAbusedPod.
1: Tumblr, UsedAbusedPod.
0: Instagram, UsedAndAbusedPod, and it's spelled out A-N-D.
1: YouTube, Used and Abused Pod.
0: And our email address, usedandabusedpod at gmail.com. Again, that and is spelled out, A-N-D.
1: As always, all social media links will be included in the description of each and every episode, so you can always click on those links as well.
0: We can be found on the following podcast apps and directories. Anchor iTunes,
1: Apple Podcasts,
0: Google Play Music,
1: Google Podcasts,
0: Pocket Cast,
1: Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher.
0: Please rate and review using the a Music Podcast.
1: Until next episode,
0: have a great weekend
1: and a great work week.
0: Be kind to everyone and, and keep the music playing.